You're listening to Instant Gratification, a professional wrestling show created by Marks for Marks, your go-to place for wrestling talk from a wrestling fan just like you. Here's your host, the face that runs the place, Pulse. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Instant Gratification. I'm happy that you guys are here tonight. We're going to be talking about NXT TakeOver Orlando, which happened tonight, which is the night before WrestleMania. And uh, I'm excited. I was excited for the show. It ended up being really good, and I'm just, I'm kind of happy with how everything turned out, except for my internet, which just shit itself towards the end, which was not very fun. But otherwise, you know, good night, good show. Um, Now, if you guys would like to support Instant Gratification, a good way of doing that is just interact with the video any way you can. Leave a like, comment, subscribe, share the video. Anything that you can do interacting with the video is a good way of supporting uh, instant gratification. Or if you guys want to go that little extra step and check out my Patreon at patreon.jamespulse.com, I'd really appreciate that too. So anyways, tonight at NXT TakeOver Orlando, we started with an eight-man tag, which was Sanity with all their sweet capitalized letters against the makeshift team of Roger Strong, Ty Dillinger, Ruby Riot, and it was supposed to be No Way Jose, but Chris Hero ended up replacing him, and uh, I'm kind of glad that happened. I think it was a smart thing to kind of start the show with this, honestly, especially with the makeshift team being out there, because you get a lot of people out there that people want to see, you know, otherwise they probably wouldn't see him on the show. You know, you only have like two, two hours, two and a half hours or so. So you probably wouldn't see a lot of these people. So I think that was a smart decision to start the show and uh, get the crowd kind of chanting for these guys and just get the crowd off their feet. And it definitely did that because this was a very, a very spot heavy match, but it was a good. It was a good match. Eric Young, it was just bumping like a madman the entire time during this match. I mean, the bump he took, there was there's was two bumps that stick out in my head. And the one that he took on the Tope Suicida was just nuts. Uh, the man did the rock cell where you push yourself off the ground and go backwards. He did that on the Tope Suicida. And then the sick kick from Roger Strong just blew this man out of the ring. Um, I thought those are just two crazy bumps that Eric Young took tonight. That man was just bumping out of his mind. Now we had Ruby Riot also in this match, and this is the first time that I've ever seen her perform in NXT. And she looked great in this match, um, bar one little issue, uh, if I remember correctly, uh, where she was trying to, I think she was trying to pick up Nikki Cross and take her to the turnbuckle on the other side and ended up kind of falling a little bit before they got there. But I mean, other than that, she did really, really good. And I enjoyed her a lot. And I love her aesthetic. And she just comes across as uh, just very cool. And I like that. I feel like that's kind of exactly what NXT needs because right now, you know, there's the women are there, but they're not the central point of the show or or as more of a, a popular part of the show as they used to be. I don't think, um, you know, Ember Moon starting to get over a little bit. Peyton and, and Billy Kay, they're starting to get over a little bit. But it's not it's not the era of the four horse women or anything. And I think that, you know, pumping it full of uh, new women is just a great way to get things going. And, and especially people that are unique, like Ruby Riot, I think that's a very good idea. And she's very talented also. So that's just I think I think the women's division is going to be very, very well off for the next couple of months. Now, we had Chris Hero in this match, which took over for uh, No Way Jose. And that was a great little surprise. I was happy for that. Um, he looked fantastic, you know, just knocking everybody out, just coming through with the elbows and everything. I really like that. Now, we had Roderick Strong in this match, a guy that is kind of falling on the radar a little bit in NXT. And uh, he had a hot streak in this match, which I thought was really cool, and the crowd ate it up, which I was super happy to see because I love Roger Strong, but I mean, it's going to be an uphill battle for him to get over on the microphone in the WWE, and I'm sure uh, a lot of you guys know that. Roger has never been stellar on the microphone, ever. Um, bar his PWG World Heavyweight run, 
Uh, which even then it was just him going, fuck you half the time, you know, <laughs> so, you know, suck his dick, fuck you. And it's a, you can't do that in the WWE. So it's a little different. Uh, so he's never been super stellar, but I, I think that it's, it, I think that his performance in the ring will be enough to get him over. I'm not sure where the glass ceiling is for Roderick, but hopefully it's not too low. I think, I think it's just nice to see people getting hyped to see him perform period. I always think that's just really cool, but Ty Dillinger. Ty Dillinger took that L again, which you can't, honestly, you can't help but laugh. Like, so many people, I saw, like, so many people thought that Ty Dillinger wasn't going to take the L tonight. Uh, And then the dude gets pinned. You can't help but laugh at that. I'm sorry, but I laugh every time this dude loses. and, And Dolph Ziggler, too. Both of these dudes. I just laugh every time they lose. It's not, it's not even like a, kind of thing anymore. It's just like a, Okay, they lost again. You know, it's kind of it's that it's that sort of thing. Um. So, anyways, after that opening match, we had CN versus Tommy End, who debuted as Alistair Black, and that's the second match of the evening. And uh, I, you know, I'm gonna have a really hard time doing this right now because I want to call him Tommy End, but his name's Alistair Black. It just takes me a while to kind of transfer the names over, so I apologize if I go between the names here. Um. But the dude, nonetheless, came rising up from the abyss. Like, it was wild. You got to check out his entrance if you missed it. Plus, his theme song is badass. I mean, there are just so many good songs in WWE right now. Like, I know that I said the Usos theme song was going to be my WWE 2K entrance, but dude, this is a good-ass song, too. There are just way too many good songs in the WWE right now. Ah, that's going to be a tough choice. The match itself, though, I'm going to go out on a limb here. It wasn't super great. Um, it was enough to get... Alistair Black over. Um, I still think that Tommy End is a better name than Alistair Black. I'm sorry, but I think Tommy End was a perfect name. They should have just gone with that. I mean, they even did, uh, t- they had him as Tommy End at the UK thing. Just Tommy End's okay. I guess maybe he wanted to change it as like a new leaf sort of thing, or maybe so he could, I don't know. I don't know why. He, maybe, he, yeah, just maybe he wanted to change it. I don't think WWE has a problem with you keeping your name if you want to keep it. I just think he wanted something else maybe for his WWE run. Uh, I'm sure I'll get used to saying Alistair eventually, but. Um, every time I think of Alistair, I think of League of Legends and I think of the support character. Even better during this match, uh, was Nigel accidentally called WWE Ring of Honor on commentary, uh, which was hilarious. Obviously, he's still getting used to being in WWE, but, uh, that was just, that was out of left field. I didn't expect that at all. CN still looked good in the match, which I was happy about. You know, he'll get his time eventually. Just a lot going on in NXT right now, and he hasn't really solidified his gimmick just yet. Just like I said, overall, not a super stellar match, but enough to get people talking about Aleister Black. And I think that was like the whole point, especially with the entrance and stuff. It's like now people know who this guy is. They're talking about him. He looks sweet. He's got the gimmick. Let's push it forward. AOP versus DIY versus Revival. Fuck. Like, I'm sure that everyone goes that goes on after these, like, all these dudes is just like, fuck, why is this match not last? Because this match was insane. It obviously stole the show. It do- These tag team matches do every fucking time. Uh, we get shown new NXT tag team titles before the match starts, which they looked awesome. Uh, and the match basically breaks down into DIY and The Revival, who are these huge rivals. Like, they, they hate each other, right? They're, they're just the bumping heads all the time, having to work together to take down the authors of pain. 
So this story played out great over this match. They did mixed versions of each other's finishers. They locked mixed submissions in on the AOP. They worked together to put Razor through a table on the outside. And in the end, it just wasn't good enough. AOP defeats everybody and they win the, the newer tag team titles. Woo, what a match, man. That I was... I was like, wow, this is nuts when they were doing the uh, mixed finishers and stuff. I was popping hard for those. That was awesome. So this match stole the show again. Um, these these teams are just... See, and people are chanting like bullshit at AOP and stuff. And like, that's cool, man. You know, they're the bad guys. They're supposed to be that shit. But for people who like legitimately don't like them, why? Why don't you like them? Oh! Why don't you like AOP? They're sweet, man. I like AOP. I think they're cool. Um, but in the end, they're heels. Boo them all you want. It doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, anyways, we had Asuka versus Ember Moon for the uh, newer NXT Women's Championship, which looks a lot like the... Uh, actually, kind of looks like that. A lot, actually. It, it does. It looks... You know what? It looks a lot like this actually it looks just like this it's actually pretty crazy uh but anyways i'll put this back up here and i love it because i mean i love the x division title that's back there i love that championship um so i was so i was super fine with the new nxt titles uh, and I really like that it doesn't have any, like, pink or anything on it. It's just gold, silver, and black. And I thought that was uh, really... I just like the colors. I thought that was cool. Asuka in this match is acting a little more cocky than usual, which, I mean, she probably should. I mean, Asuka's never lost <laughs> in the WWE, so she should probably be a little copy. A little cocky. Copy, copy, cocky. Uh, Ember Moon did do a fantastic uh, triangle crossbody that, at the same time, had me super scared for both of their lives. Um, I thought I was about to see somebody die, but I didn't, and I thought that was cool. Uh, the match, though, ended up being really good. I mean, it, of course, it wasn't better than the triple uh, threat tag team match, but it was good. And uh, you could you could tell that both women were gassed towards the end. Things were starting to get a little slow, a little more scary, honestly. Um, but Asuka ended up throwing the referee into the turnbuckle to stop Ember Moon from hitting the O-Face, which was... That was mm, the creme de la creme. Asuka is desperate to keep her streak alive and keep her championship. And now she'll do anything that needs to be done to keep both of those alive, which is just awesome. That's the, that's the missing link in Asuka's character. A much needed spice added to her character makes things more interesting. So I was really happy with that. Now, before the main event, they showed Drew McIntyre in the front row of NXT, which means... He'll probably be he probably be back in the Fed, I assume. I think ESPN announced after the show that he he signed with WWE for NXT. I mean, he has run in TNA and in Evolve and in the Indies and all that has done absolute wonders for him. I'm not surprised that you know WWE wants him back. Yeah, I'm not surprised by that at all. Um, but I am surprised that it's right now. So that was a little bit of a surprise. We had Shinsuke and Bobby Roode as the main event of the evening, and. Uh, it's for the new NXT title, which looks really cool. It's just like the women's championship, but bigger and not. I, I think the X is silver on the NXT women's championship and the X is gold. It was hard to tell, man. My internet, I'm telling you, it was just bad. Um, but anyways, Shinsuke had a little sheet entrance, like a behind the sheet entrance and Rude had pianos and nothing too wild for either of them when it comes to entrances, but cool entrances nonetheless. 
very methodical match. It goes on for about 15 minutes or so of the guys just going back and forth. Rude going for the knee, obviously. Um, I loved when Shinsuke got Rude into like an arm bar and then Rude tried to pick Shinsuke off the floor. And then Shinsuke said, nah, you good. Rude couldn't pick him all the way up. And then Shinsuke locked in the, uh, the arm bar again. I thought that was really cool. I was, you know, trying to enjoy the ending of this match, but my internet, like I said, fucked up. I can't even watch one WWE Network stream all the way through without it messing up, man. Like, can you imagine how hard it is to upload gigabyte videos and shit? Like, fuck. Living in the middle of bumfuck nowhere sucks. Uh, but from what I saw towards the end of the match, Shinsuke kicked out of the glorious DDT, which made Rude go for the ring bell to try and get himself disqualified. But, of course, uh, Drake Younger, which is so weird that he's stopping him from using a weapon. Seeing Drake Younger is a super deathmatch, dude. <laughs> uh, but nonetheless, uh, Rude did end up hitting the Tornado Glorious DDT to win the match, and uh, he retained the NXT Championship. So, let the speculation begin that Shinsuke Nakamura is bringing his ass up to the main roster. He did get that t-shirt with the... You know, I don't even want to talk about the fucking t-shirt, man. A ninja star and a fucking sword. What about Shinsuke Nakamura is a ninja star and a sword? I'll wait. Nah. I was like, what the fuck is this, man? I had no idea what was going on. I... <laughs> If he debuts with a ninja star and a sword, bro, on the main roster, whew, that's going to be something else. Nonetheless, people, I want to thank you guys for watching this. If you guys want to tell me what you thought of uh, NXT TakeOver Orlando, you can do so in the comments on YouTube or on Twitter, hashtag IGShow. I will talk to you guys next time on Instagram Gratification. We got WrestleMania tomorrow. Um, we'll see how, see how that goes. Uh, it definitely will be an interesting 20 eight hour show or however long it is but nonetheless i want to thank you guys for watching this remember to interact with the video check out my patreon all that goodness and i will see you guys next time see you.